During an attack, the area affected becomes swollen, hot, and extremely tender. Gout usually affects men. While these are some of the most common forms of arthritis, there are more than a hundred arthritic conditions, including ankylosing spondylitis. It's a condition that mostly affects the spine. Inflammation causes the bones of the spine to grow together. Lupus is a serious disorder in which blood vessels throughout the body are inflamed. Scleroderma is a disease of the body's connective tissue that causes a thickening and hardening of the skin. Juvenile arthritis, which can develop as early as infancy, is a general term for all types of arthritis that occur in children. Arthritis can be frustrating as it is a long-term condition causing pain and often deformity of joints and other tissues. Nevertheless, there are steps you can take to try to control your arthritis. Keeping your joints healthy is a lifelong effort. We all notice stiffness in cold weather, but nagging tenderness, warmth, and pain in the joints may be a sign of bigger problems. Let's hear from Dr. Holly Atkinson for more on treating arthritis. The treatments for arthritis vary according to which type you have, which joints are affected, the intensity of your pain, and how it affects your daily life. While the main goal of any treatment is to eliminate the underlying cause, some conditions just can't be cured. If you are diagnosed with arthritis, there are many things you can do outside of the doctor's office to cope with it. Pay attention to how you carry your body. Good posture isn't just for slouchers who want to look more confident. Believe it or not, the easiest way to improve posture is by walking. And that leads us to the importance of exercise and losing weight. Your body weight and how you distribute it by sitting and standing has a huge impact on the amount of stress on your muscles and bones. Excess fat cells also release chemicals that trigger the inflammation the underlying process that leads to the destruction of the joints and the symptoms of pain and stiffness. While exercising, listen to your body. If you're really starting to hurt, you've probably overdone it. Swimming and the stationary bike are two great options. Both are easier on the joints than weight-bearing exercises like walking or dancing. Get up and move. Try to avoid sitting or standing in the same position for long periods of time. It increases stiffness, so keep on moving. When writing or using your hands, give your hands a rest every 10 to 15 minutes. On long car trips, get out of the car, stretch and move around at least once an hour. And when you're picking up an object, bend your knees and squat while keeping your back straight. Your doctor may prescribe medications to help ease the pain and inflammation if lifestyle changes don't help. The primary role of most of these drugs is to slow down the inflammatory process. We'll talk about the classes of drugs used, but ask your doctor about what's best for you. And as we talk about each option, you may want to pause to write down this information. An over-the-counter group of medications called NSAIDs, or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, target the enzyme active in joint inflammation and relieve pain. These include aspirin, ibuprofen, and naproxen.
COX-2 inhibitors are a prescription class of NSAIDs. These newer drugs are easier on your stomach, but questions about heart safety have created new concerns about their use. So it's especially important to talk to your doctor about whether they're right for you. If taken early enough, DMARDs, or disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drugs, can limit the amount of joint damage that occurs in rheumatoid arthritis. They work to slow down the disease and prevent permanent joint damage. Because it can take weeks before they kick in, they're often taken with NSAIDs or corticosteroids. Other forms of DMARDs include immunosuppressant and tumor necrosis factor, or TNF blockers. Immunosuppressants act on your immune system to blunt the immune response, which drives the inflammatory process. However, by blunting the immune system, these drugs also leave you more susceptible to infection. There are several other new drugs recently approved by the FDA for those who don't respond to any of the above. Talk to your doctor about whether these recent options are right for you. Some cases